Welcome back to another Truth Matters podcast episode where we are speaking the truth while it's still legal. Thanks for tuning in. Sit back, relax, and get ready to hear the truth. I'm your host, Matt Franklin. Romans 10.3 verse 1 Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Truth Matters Podcast episode 51. How are you today? Hey guys, welcome to 2022. So we have a new year and hopefully uh, you all have got your New Year's resolutions underway and uh, you're starting fresh and you're going to be a, a new person and you're going <laughs> to you're going to put away those Twinkies and uh, and get the uh, health shakes out. And there you go. Go to the gym more and all that good stuff, but hopefully you will take this first message of the year, yes, and it will be an enlightenment to you, an encouragement to you, and we can take this and run with it. Yeah. But today we want to talk about having a zeal without knowledge. It's so important to have a zeal. Having a zeal is one of the most important things we need, and as a matter of fact, having a zeal means having great energy or enthusiasm mm-hmm. in pursuit of a cause or an objective. I can think of many people and many different uh, movements, if you will, that have a zeal. They uh, feel like they have a purpose, that they have a goal, that they're trying to establish their ideas or their movement to change the world, so to speak. Yeah. And you can probably think of a few off the top of your head. Some of them are a little out there. (laughs) Some of them are a little insane. Yeah. But... The greatest movement you can be a part of is the movement of the kingdom of God because His kingdom is so great, it is superior to everything else. His kingdom moves mountains, it moves creation, it moves everything into a a direction that will truly change not only the world, but the heart of man, their eternity. So this is a zeal that we really need to have as Christians especially, is a fondness, a fervor, a fire, an enthusiasm, an eagerness, an appetite, and a taste, uh, an energy, and a zest for the things of God. You look around and you see much of the church, it seems so dead. We've been to several churches where we've led worship, and uh, there's a few of them that we've been to, and we wonder, you know, what, what happened? You know, where, where's the Spirit of God? Because yeah. it seems like there's no fire. There's no fervor. There's no enthusiasm for the things of God. You know, and we have a better kingdom established on better promises, the Bible says. Yeah. So how much more should we be enthusiastic about the things of God that are going to last for eternity rather than the things of this world that are only fleeting? It's true. It seems like um, a lot of times we see churches that are polar opposites of each other. You see a church that, like you were talking about, that seems completely dead, that they don't have the Spirit of God moving in their services. And then you see the complete opposite of that, where you it's, it's so much that you wonder, is this really the Spirit of God, or is this 
emotion? Is this a zeal without knowledge? And I think that that's where we really have to have discernment as Christians and uh, be able to discern spiritually, you know, is this um, a zeal for God or is this a zeal without knowledge? Which brings me to my next point. We need to have a zeal, but without knowledge, it's like a ship without an anchor. That's true. It's being lost in the wilderness without a compass. Mm -hmm. We need a guide. We need a governor. You know, on, on a lot of these vehicles, you've got what you call a governor. And this governor limits that car to a certain speed because that governor protects you and keeps you keeps the zeal, the power of that vehicle mm -hmm. from going too far. And um, it protects that motor. It protects the vehicle. The same is true for us. We have a governor. Yes. We have a government yeah. that's higher than us. It's the government of God. We have the Word of God. Yes. And we have to know... Uh, how, what direction to put our, our knowledge, our, we have to know what direction to put our zeal yeah. and our desire and our fire and our enthusiasm uh, in. What direction do we, do we go? Because it's not enough to be excited about God, right? but we have to know how do we use this excitement yeah. to promote the kingdom of God in a, an effective, yes. a pr productive and effective way. Yeah. Knowledge is facts, information, and skills acquired by a person through experience or education. And how much of the Word of God are you reading? Are you going to church once a week and you just get a little bit of Word and that's it? Well, you're not going to get very far very quickly. You need to open the Word of God for yourself and yeah. you need to study it to show yourself approved. A workman unto God that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the Word of truth. Yes. Knowing how to make decisions, knowing what to do in certain moments. And I'll go a little farther and I'll say we need wisdom. Yes. Because uh, knowledge is facts and information, but wisdom is how to apply those things. True. And make decisions that are, that are beneficial, that are uh, convenient, that line up with the Word of God. Yeah. And that keep us from a lot of trials that we don't have to go through because we know how to uh, make the right decisions. Yeah. All of the knowledge that we need is in the Word of God. We don't have to go out here and look. For anything else, all of our answers are found, just like you said, in the manual. The manual of our lives is the Word of God. So when I think of a zeal without knowledge, just like we've, we've been talking about, it's a passion, but it doesn't have the Word to back it up. So another crucial reason why you need to know the Word of God for yourself is to know when you're sitting under leadership or your pastor or a minister or you're listening to a minister online, on a podcast, whatever— that you know, oh, wait a second, they just said something that doesn't line up with what the Word says. And that's a red flag that raises a flag. Um, or if, you know, you're listening to a song, a worship song or something, and you're like, oh, that just doesn't seem right. It's, it doesn't line up with the Word. You know, that's an example of a zeal without knowledge. They've got passion, and they, they've got a driving force that's moving them in a direction but they don't have, like you said, that anchor, that anchor of truth, that anchor of the Word um, that's going to anchor them in the storm.
Did you know that our podcast is reaching people across the globe? When you donate to this ministry, you are helping us spread the gospel to people all around the world. If you'd like to donate to this ministry, you can do so by clicking the PayPal link in the description box below or email us at truthmatterswithmatt at gmail.com. Thank you for helping us spread the truth in love. Passion without direction is a very dangerous thing. Ambition without direction is a very dangerous thing. Where are you going to gear your ambition? I don't know about you, but when I first got saved, I had so much fire, so much desire, so much passion. I wanted to go out and reach the world for Jesus Christ. I wanted to fight every devil in hell. And that's good, and that's great, and we need to keep that. But The thing is, we need to know how to harness that. The Bible talks about one of the fruits of the Spirit is temperance. Mm -hmm. We need to know how to be temperate. To be temperate is not just to not have a temper. What that means is to be able to make decisions uh, temperately. The Bible talks about having a just balance, Mm -hmm. you know, a balance with things. What's our limitations? Yeah, it's true. And um, we've got to have a direction. And again, the Bible is our compass. We need to look to the Word of God. The Bible is our roadmap. We need to know how to serve God. We don't just need to know that we're supposed to serve God, but how do I live righteous? Yeah. How do I serve Him? What do I do? What What are the things that please Him? Mm-hmm. What are the things that displease Him? And that's why we need to know the Word of God, because this Word of God is His letter to us to explain to us. Now, here's the things that are going to keep you and protect you. Mm-hmm. Here's the things, the guidelines and the... In the uh, the boundaries that I've set for you to protect you from endangering your soul, from hurting others. Here's what I, I've designed for you to keep you through the hard times. Here's what I've designed to make you blessed so that you can prosper and be in health. This Word of God is so important, and we need to have time every day, if not just one verse, to read the Word of God, to study it, and to learn it, and to use it to take us where we need to go in Him. Yes. And that verse 3 really sticks out to me, and I'm going to read it again. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. And we've said it a hundred times in this podcast alone. You need to know the Word for yourself so that you can know the righteousness of God and what that is and what that means so that you will not fall victim to man's righteousness. And our, the Bible says that our righteousness is of filthy rags. There is nothing that we can do in this flesh that will make us worthy enough, that will get us to heaven, that will save ourselves. It is only by and through the blood of Jesus Christ that a man is saved. Right, and his example, that's what we, we need to go back to, the stories of Jesus and the life that he lived and follow his example. What was his example? You know, he didn't go by the religious laws that had been established for so long. He went on to fulfill the law, and he went on to to explain to us and to show us how the most important thing that you can ever do is surrender to the love and the leadership of God. And if you can listen, you can get to the place where you follow his spirit, not your own, not what you think, not what man tells you. Right. But it's got to line up with the Word of God. Yes. 
and follow Him and learn to love like Jesus. But the only way we can truly do that is learn mm-hmm. His Word and spend time in His presence. That's right. And um, I, I'll say this, until the day I die, the most important thing you can do is get on your knees and pray and yeah. talk to Him. Because if you will talk to Jesus, the old schooler said, now let us have a little talk with Jesus. Let us tell Him all about our troubles. If we can get back to just a one-on-one conversation with Him and talk to Him, tell Him all about your troubles. Tell Him what you need. Tell Him uh, that you're lacking in wisdom. Tell Him that you need direction. And I promise you, I there's been numerous times that God has spoke to me, maybe through a dream in my spirit, and He's told me, this is what I want you to do. This is the direction I want you to take. Yeah. And when I follow that voice, I'm never led astray. Right. You know, if you're a child of God, the Word of God says that His sheep know His voice. Yes. And the number one way that He speaks to you is through the Word of God. Yep. And and one of the problems with the modern day church is we've got so many translations of the Word of God that uh, it's it's been diluted down to... Uh, you know, we can pick whatever translation we want and spin our own story about how we need to live, but we need to get back to the original uh, Word of God. And I'll be honest with you, we need to get back to the King James Version Word of God. You may disagree with that, but study the past of how the Word of God was created. And we need to get back to the Word of God, reading it and understanding it, and not just taking what man says. If we hear something that we feel like doesn't line up with the Word of God, just like Leah said, we need to go back to the Word and mm-hmm. study ourselves and compare it with the Word of God and say, does this line up? Peter had a zeal in this one moment in Scripture, but he didn't have the knowledge to back it up, and that's when he Jesus was telling him that he was going to be crucified. And Peter said, no, no, you can't be crucified. And Jesus looked at him and said, get thee behind me, Satan. Like, I just, when I think about that, I just think about Peter's face, and he was probably like, what? What do you mean? What are you talking about? Because he had good intentions. Peter, I believe, in that moment, he really did have good intentions. He didn't want to see his Savior die, but Jesus saw beyond. Jesus saw beyond those good intentions, and he saw the root and the spirit that was behind that. And he put Peter in his place. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. Right. And he didn't call Peter Satan, but he knew the spirit that was talking. Yes. That was that was influencing uh, right. Peter. He was rebuking the spirit. Yeah. So in that moment, Peter had a zeal, but he, he didn't have the knowledge to back it up. So we need a zeal, but we also need knowledge. Yeah. And I mentioned wisdom. But I will go on to say what I said a minute ago. If we don't have love, none of it is going to matter. 1 Corinthians 8 and 1 says, Now as touching things offered unto idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffeth up, but charity edifieth. So at the end of the day, you need love. Love needs to be the guiding force. When you get knowledge in the Lord, when you learn His Word, don't become puffed up. You need to balance it out with the love of God. Yes. Because if you don't have love, you can have all the knowledge in the world, but it won't do you a bit of good. Because the Bible says, how will they know Mm. that you have passed from death into life? How will they know that you are the children of God? Yeah. If you have love one toward another. Love is the key. So get zeal. 
get get in, encouraged. Get on fire for God. Get in your prayer room. But get knowledge. Yeah. Read the Word of God. Learn His ways. How can you please Him? How can you live right? How can you walk right? How can you be blessed? How can you stay away from evil? How can you do what God wants you to do? How can you please your Savior? But by all means, get love. Yes. How can I allow the love of God to live in me and to manifest itself through me so that I can truly let the world know that I have passed from death into life, that I am a child of God, and so that I can show them the way of truth. I hope this podcast episode was a blessing to you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your family and friends so that we can get the truth out. Have a great day.